and recording, I guess doing both here. Uh oh, we have a uh, friend heading upstairs. That would be lucky. Hey, lucky. How you doing, kiddo? Have a little chat about do's and don'ts with your blogging campaign. It's the first time I'm setting this up in Crete. All right, dudes and dudettes. So it won't be too long of a chat. It's late morning here. Good Sunday here from beautiful Crete. I want to get a little walk in, and I'm seeing some pretty poofy clouds outside. So it means probably some storms today. So this won't be a long chat, just a few moments. And talking about do's and don'ts with your blogging campaign. My latest post on bloggingfromparadise.com, stop by there, is eight do's and don'ts of blogging. So what to do and what not to do. And there's really a one that I wanted to include right now that I didn't include in the blog post itself, I don't think, right? No. So a one do. Actually, let's say this. Do stay in the moment. Not easy to do. Not easy to do. So this is a joint do and don't. Do stay in the moment and don't look to your blogging past. Bloggers struggle. I have a difficult time and I've slammed into my fair amount of resistance in the past. Quote, unquote. There you go again. Because I looked back. So I was just looking back, looking back, looking back to the past, looking back to the past, looking back to the past, and basing everything pretty much I was doing with my blog or most of it on the past. So you have to go back in your mind into the past and forgive it. You feel any fears, you feel any struggles, any guilt or grief or whatever's in your mind that you keep returning to and replaying with your blogging campaign. So really that's what fuels your struggle. So that is a do stay present, don't look back to the past. All right, number one, do blog mainly for fun. When you're blogging mainly for fun, you're doing this to enjoy the process. The work becomes the reward and the traffic and the income feels like an extra or a bonus or icing on the cake. This is the perfect frame of mind to do it for a while because it'll take a while to practice, to learn, to have fun helping people. It just, it takes time to get through all the mental blocks. So. That's number one. Number two, pick one blogging niche. The world really loves specialists. Generalists, not so much. You know, we know in the offline world, you go to someone because they're a specialist. So when you pick one blogging niche, you will specialize in that niche and you'll feel clearer on it because where your attention and energy goes, grows, and people will kind of see you as the guy or gal in that niche. Number three, publish detailed content. This is a do. Detailed content, of course, ranks better on Google, but it gives readers fuller resources to enjoy, to live their dreams, to solve their problems. And it also helps you feel clear and confident. In essence, you're doing a good job, a complete job. So you'll rock it out because you're publishing detailed content. Number four, optimized posts for SEO. It just helps even when you're not trying, if you hit a long tail keyword, it just helps to drive Google traffic because it's passive and targeted. Number five, build an email list. Lists are just direct ways to communicate with your readers. So when you publish a post, you email it to your list and they get it right away. So it's not like on Facebook or Twitter or any of these other social media sites, even LinkedIn, you want to share in these spots. But a list is like that direct 
line of communication that when you establish it by building a list, people will be able to read your post, your followers, as soon as you publish it. So you want to engage in genuine blogger outreach as well, which basically means help a bunch of bloggers, assist them. You don't want to ask for anything or expect anything out of them. Commenting genuinely on blogs, promoting other bloggers. When you do these things, guys, you will build a lot of relationships, you know, strong blogging friendships. And from there, these friendships will take you places where you couldn't even reach on your own, wouldn't even dream of. So help a lot of bloggers, bond with them, build those relationships. And when you do that patiently and persistently, really good things happen over the long term. Oh, we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. Number seven, invest money and resources for your blogging education, well, for blogging courses and ebooks. You could go the coaching route with bloggers. When you learn from the best bloggers <clears throat> through their best resources, which are their courses, their ebooks, their coaching, that's what will really accelerate your success because you'll go to the top folks who offer their best instruction, their best guidance through their premium resources. resources. And number eight, integrate revenue streams seamlessly into your blog. Monetize seamlessly, gracefully, organically. Open income channels that resonate, that align, of course, with your blogging niche. And that you could just work into your blog gracefully. So you might write and publish a 1,500-word, really in-depth, detailed post with a lot of practical tips. And then for like the last two or three sentences, you might mention your course or your ebook. So it's like, yeah, do a little selling and a lot of helping. All right, don'ts, guys. Oh, I've seen those clouds blow up in the distance here in Crete. Don't rely solely on automation. Manually engage. When you just automate your account entirely, human beings will tune you out. And I think of a few high-level folks who have 500, 600, 700,000 followers on certain platforms, and they'll get like one like or one retweet or one comment. And you see it's because some of these folks, and it's not good or bad, but they automate entirely. So the 600,000 followers, however many that are even active, they're going to see all those automated updates. And they're like, well, the human being's not here publishing, engaging, listening. So I'm not going to click their links. And rightfully so. So think of that ratio, one like or two retweets to 700,000 followers, 600,000. You can't solely automate. Human beings will ignore you because they'll be like, it's not a human, it's a robot. That was a whole different idea for AI blogging, but whatever. I'll do that another day. So manually engage. Hop onto social media platforms. If you have a presence on Facebook and on Twitter, stop by. Ask questions. Thank people. Provide answers. Drive traffic by being genuine, by being a human being who manually engages, gain trust, and of course, build your business. Don't ignore or overlook your readers' questions until you're getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of questions and or just engagements or retweets or likes or comments between social media and your blog every day. Read and reply to every relevant, of course, on-topic question. It has to do with your niche. And even if you go off niche, it's cool too. But when you ignore your readers or overlook them and you're not like incredibly world famous busy, you lose the opportunity to help people 
to bond with people, to connect with people, to get traffic, to make money, to gain customers, clients, loyal followers. Just answer your readers' questions, answer your followers' questions, answer folks that I'm saying your readers are followers, but people who are new to you. And you will build bonds and establish relationships that help you succeed. I mean, it's very simple. Don't spam only links on social media. This is don't number three. People get something called link blindness after a while, which means when you only promote links, that's all you're doing on social media. When it's just links, even if they're helpful blog posts, when it's just links, 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 links. Number one, social media does not give, their algorithms do not give precedence to links. They want chats, text chats, chats connecting this, that. And eventually friends and followers will say, okay, they're just always sharing links. They, they kind of, I mean, the terminology is link blindness, but it's when you see only links from someone, even if it's not business, it's helpful blog content, you and I eventually tune it out because we want to speak to a human being and have a chat with them and have them listen to us and listen to them chat like a human. It's like not links, links, links all day long. Of course, promote your links, but don't just do that. So check text chats comment on other people's updates from your niche and you'll find that the traffic and the business will grow by being someone who talks and listens and publishes text only updates. Number four, don't, 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 don't try to do it all alone. Blogging is a team sport. Lone wolves die in the blogging world. You'll see people, myself included in the past, and I to be aware of this now, who try to do everything by themselves in a world of highly connected bloggers who built their communities, who are all raising each other up, and you try to do it by yourself, you will struggle, fail, and quit. Or you will struggle and fail until you eventually realize that the Robert Kiyosaki quote, the wealthiest people in the world look for and build networks and everyone else looks for work. That's 100% true. Connected bloggers who really help a lot of other folks, who listen to their readers, who build communities, tribes, rise to the top because you have all these like-minded people working together towards one goal. And that's where everything rises. You have this whole community. It's why people start companies. They don't do the work on their own. They may start on their own, but they eventually build out. So don't try to do it alone. Number five, don't, don't, don't wing it as a beginner. This is just one of the strangest things I see, and I know the ego is all about self-sabotage, so maybe it's not too strange. But you have these new bloggers who are like, they have no idea what they're doing, they have no experience, no blogging education, and they wing it. They experiment. They're like, let me figure it out on my own. Oh, wow. I think we got some Griffin Vultures up here. Shoot. Try to get one of them on a shot. No, I do have to wrap it up. Griffin Vultures. I think maybe. you got to really put in the time in terms of learning from professionals. So invest in courses and coaching, ebooks, follow top blogging tips, blogs, learn from professionals how to do it the right way before you start to blog. If not, you will struggle and fail pretty much forever. In the rarest case, you may kind of figure it out on your own, but even then 
you got to keep current, guys. Oh, boy. Number six. Don't worship top-level pros as being godlike. You know, a lot of these top professional bloggers, they're really good at what they do, and I admire them. But if you admire them, like, to the level of, I wouldn't say admire, like, worship, like there's some type of God, lowercase g, then you'll victimize yourself and you'll never succeed because you'll say, well, there's some gifted, talented genius and they'll succeed, but I can't succeed because I'm not them or I'm not gifted or talented. Don't do that crap, guys. Every high-level pro blogger, they're just like you. They're a mind. They're what's on a worldly level. They're people. They're human. So it's not a big deal. They just really kept at it and stuck to the basics for a long time. And that's why they reach the top. So if you do the same, you'll be okay. Don't worship them. Learn from them. Number seven, don't make blogging complex. Blogging is simple. There's a lot of practical tips to follow, but it's create helpful content that's detailed and targeted, build relationships, and monetize. Those three steps have a lot of practical tips, but none of them are complex. There's nothing here that's complex, and a lot of bloggers try to make things complex. They go bonkers because of their fears, and they... they deviate and stray from simple and then they struggle so simple 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 and number eight don't fight with your readers and our fellow bloggers this sounds absurd that i have to say it but if you check blogging not hashtag blogging but blogging on twitter you'll come across a lot of these political and religious and it doesn't even matter just all these different bloggers who are fighting and angry and enraged and it's weakness it's fear and people don't want to follow fear. They don't want to follow weakness. They will tune you out. So uplift, support, do things with love. Rock out your blog. This is my latest blog post, guys, on bloggingforparadise.com. Make sure you check it out over there. Until next time, enjoy paradise all.